Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story is titled, Am I the Arsehole for Ending Up in a Relationship with Someone My Ex Was Worried About? So, I, 27 female, left my ex, 32 male, around four months ago. It was a five-year relationship. To say it was messy is an utter understatement. I knew that I was done with the relationship 12 months before I left, but due to financial and coercive control, I had to carefully plan my escape and used my self-built business as a shield and a way to get away from him. He was toxic to the core, and I spent a lot of my time walking on eggshells. I genuinely thought a lot of it was my fault because I went from being the main income earner to being disabled early on and struggled to maintain a job due to my significant disability. I was screamed at daily, couldn't even sleep without there being an issue, was consistently held to a standard he wouldn't hold himself to, was responsible for all the cleaning, cooking, animal care, and anything financial he deemed. For example, he'd spend $400 without telling me and expect me to fork it out. I was not allowed to have downtime for any hobbies as if I was caught doing these things, I'd either get yelled at or systematically ignored or isolated. I could not have friends over, despite him constantly bringing people into the house. I could not go anywhere without his say-so. You get the picture. To add insult to injury, he demanded an open relationship for himself, but I was not to participate. I couldn't have a partner of my own, male or female. This all led me to eventually snapping and forced my hand in leaving earlier than I intended. I got out with two deceased animals and was prevented from taking anything he deemed not mine, despite it being my clothing, furniture, etc. He and his mother packed anything they decided I could have and gave me a single day to get it all out, knowing full well this was not possible. I spent thousands getting that move sorted and despite still being a leaseholder, was literally blocked out of the property for over a month. During this time, I turned to the friends I had left helped me gather what I could and with the one day I had, we, four of us, went and smashed out packing anything and everything we could get our hands on that belonged to me. I took nothing that was gifted to me by him, nor did I take anything that didn't directly belong to me. All my packing was overseen by a guest of his, who literally followed me through the house the entire time. Police were involved but couldn't do anything. Shortly after the end of the relationship, I moved in with a friend who had done nothing but help and stand by me through every incident. One thing led to another and we are now happily dating and enjoying building a life together. This was not planned and I honestly thought this person was straight. Couldn't have seen it coming from 100 meters out. Through his network of stalkers, it's still that bad. He's found out about the relationship and has proceeded to absolutely lose his mind over it and claim that was my intention all along. So, am I... The asshole. 
Edit, thank you for all the wonderful advice and comments. It's all been taken on board and considered. You guys are amazing. and I feel a lot better than I did when I posted this. Now, there's no way you can be the arsehole in this situation. Got away from an abusive person. And to put it simply, you need to block all contact with this person. They don't sound like they're safe to be around at all. And just take it as far as that you can legally at the same time. If he's getting people to stalk you, then, you know, it is very, very worrying behavior. But just a dude from NZ says, I hear about stories like yours now and again, and I feel for you to the core. Your ex was an abuser. While it may be easy to say why on earth did you stay with that asshole so long, I also know how difficult it can be to leave an abusive partner like him. You are definitely not the arsehole and I wish you all the happiness in your new life. While I wish him to burn in his own hell. Opie says, It took me a few years to wake up and realize what was happening if I'm honest. It wasn't until people started pointing out how not normal it was that I went, hang on, this really isn't normal. At dangerous as there is no goddamn way in this or any other universe that you could ever be the arsehole for finding a happy relationship after leaving an abusive one. It's horrific that such a thought is even in your head. Any chance you and your new love can move abroad? That might be the only way to shake a stalker network. Flight Eye says not the arsehole but you should give yourself so time to heal before jumping into another relationship in my opinion. Obi says we discussed things between us and did consider the thought of taking a step back multiple times. We've also discussed it with our therapist, both together and individually. The therapist was actually incredibly helpful in pointing out that realistically, the previous relationship had been over for 15 to 18 months. We didn't touch, sleep in the same bed, no intimacy. He had other partners and wouldn't provide tests or results of those and I frankly thought he was disgusting. Reality we've come to is that it's been two years almost. There was no point holding off on something we were both invested in and willing to go for. It definitely was taken into consideration. And one more comment which says not the arsehole, your ex is in an abusive and controlling horror. Why does his opinion on anything you do matter? You were so strong and brave to get away from him. Please don't continue to let him have any measure of control over you. Live your life the way you want to. You have more than earned that. Having said that, please take proper precautions blocking, restraining order, security measures at home, and being on alert for the both of you. So around four months later, OP comes in with an update and says, original post above if anybody was interested, and shares the link. And then says, things have calmed significantly. We've had no issues since September, thankfully. Ended up losing all bar two of my pets due to my ex. I had one of my birds necropsied and they found high levels of zinc in their food. So high that it could have only come from being artificially added which caused liver failure. One of my birds and my cat made it out alive, though not without significant damage. Only time will tell how long I will get to spend with both, but for now, they're okay. My life has become more than I ever dreamed it would be. I wake up every day with someone who loves and supports me. A house is filled with love and laughter and the pitter-patter of happy animal feet. The animal distribution system blessed us with a kitten and two lovely new birds. I'm glad I made that post for no other reason than my best friend stumbling over it and reaching out. My ex warped the story, as narcs do, and I assumed my old friends had all fallen for it. I can't wait to see what 2024 holds. And whilst I'm super glad that OP is out of that situation, my heart goes out to the pets and, and from what OP's gone through and losing pets because of this. I imagine OP doesn't want to get themselves involved with this person in any way, but I sort of kind of 
It's just going through my head. I wonder what could be done about them. I wonder if there's any way to prove that he actually did this. And would you be able to put any charges against him? Because that's incredibly messed up. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Fair Focus 2005 and does come on an update as well and says, Am I the asshole for immediately rejecting my husband's idea to get a dog? This is a throwaway account. Also, sorry for any mistakes. I, 34 female, am happily married to my husband, who will call Mike, 35 male, and we've been married for 12 years and have two children, 9 female and 7 male. Now, this doesn't really matter, so I'll cut to the chase. I hate dogs. Now, before people attack me, this is because of an incident that happened when I was 19. Basically, what happened was, when I was on my way home, an unleashed dog attacked me and bit down on my ankle. And unfortunately, it took a good amount of time for the owner to get the dog off me, which resulted in a pretty good-sized scar on my ankle. Since then, I've been an active disliker of them. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't hate people with dogs, and I won't shame you for having one. I just don't like being around them and distance myself when I'm near one if possible. So, as you can imagine, when me and my husband first met, he told me how he liked dogs and how he wanted one in the future. I immediately told him that I hated dogs, so it was best if we ended the relationship and moved on with our lives. But he insisted that he could live without dogs and it was fine. So fast forward to today, he asks if I want to get a dog. This surprised me and at first I asked if he was joking. And when he said no, I told him absolutely not. I told him how we had this conversation so long ago and my answer was never going to change. He then replied saying that he's already told the kids there's a chance we could get a dog and he has to ask me. I said that we could get a cat, a gerbil or whatever and I wasn't getting a dog. I then told him to tell the kids no because we weren't going to get one. Well, he ended up telling them that we couldn't get a dog because I said no. So now I'm seen as the bad guy. I'm just so fed up. But now I'm seriously wondering if I should just suck it up for my kid's sake and just get one. I have no idea at this point. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Edit, thank you for all the people who commented. I appreciate it. I also made an update for those who wanted to see it, which we're covering in a moment. 
he should have absolutely understood that i would never put a partner of mine in that position in any way whatsoever and i'm you know a big fan of dogs we've got poppy of course but then to get the kids involved and saying it's your fault for not getting one not having a dog in the family as well is a really scummy thing to do but swimmer weston on this one says not the asshole getting a pet any pet should be a family decision because there are a lot of responsibility and it affects everybody in the household especially since you made it clear from the very beginning before you got married you had a traumatic encounter with one but he set you up to be the bad guy with your kids and that isn't right. People are allowed to dislike and be uncomfortable around any animal as long as you aren't hating on anybody for owning that particular animal or going out of your way to harm them. I love my dog but she's also big and can be a lot if someone was uncomfortable with her. I get it and I respect it. LB Please says slightly off topic but I'm a dog lover and a kid lover and there is nothing I want less in this world than for someone to have an animal or a child if they don't want one. I'll never understand why people with kids they shit the folks who are child free. I feel the same way about animal lovers forcing their pets onto people who aren't interested. Like why? I have a whole cottage cheese and if someone I love just kept insisting I eat it at every meal, I'd be more than frustrated after a while. Anyone would. You made your boundaries crystal clear and he threw you under the bus with the kids. Is there something you think you could talk to him about? Because this sucked to read and if it were me, I have to put on my big girl pants and be like, hey, what was that about? He's known since day one that you weren't interested. People don't just change their minds. Life isn't a movie. Sorry you're having to deal with this. It just pisses me off. And one more comment from Hamagayiko who says, not the asshole. I would advise a kid-appropriate conversation with your children about fears. Ask them about their fears. Spiders, snakes, bullies, clowns, monsters, etc. And ask how they would feel if you brought one of those into the house and were told you had to live with it. I'd print out an emotion chart to help with this and point out your feelings. Ask, why do you think this would be scary? Why would they feel angry? Why would they feel sad? Explain that for you, dogs are your fear. Explain the incident while pointing out the emotions on the chart and how it still makes you feel. Explain how you still want them to have a pet, but it would need to be from the other choices. This will help improve their emotional literacy and empathy and will show them that you are not the bad guy. You're scared and want to feel safe, just like them. I don't know what to do with your husband. I feel so betrayed and misused by him. Talk to your children though. Children are often much more empathetic and open than adults. So, Opie does come in with an update to this post and says, Hi everyone. I'd just like to give a quick thanks to all the people that share their advice and judgment and I heavily appreciate it. Now, this morning I was able to talk to my husband and asked him why he told the kids they had a chance to get a dog. He responded saying that he thought I was over with what happened to me and that him and the kids really wanted one. I then told him how I don't want a dog and I don't think I ever will. After that, we were able to chat for a good 30 minutes and he agreed to settle for a different pet other than a dog. And as for my kids, I sat them down and told them what happened to me and how I wasn't comfortable with having a dog in the house. I took this surprisingly well, but I could tell they were still a little sad. I then told them that we could settle for another pet of their liking, which they were very happy with. They're currently still looking, so any recommendations would be nice. And again, I'd just like to make a thanks to everyone that commented, even if I wasn't able to see it. Thank you. And there was a lot of comments below this one. Some people saying, you know, the issue isn't actually the dog itself, it's the husband using the kids to get what he wants by leveraging and manipulating. 
Some people even thinking that, you know, one day he's going to turn up with a dog just randomly. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. Doesn't have an update as yet from existing ring who says, Am I the Arsehole for not passing on an heirloom to my daughter-in-law? I am 48 female. My eldest is 22 male. He's been with his fiance, daughter-in-law, since they were 20 and he wants to marry her. I always liked her before now. She's a smart girl. She fits in with the family. She's driven and she makes my son happy. Everything was all roses until they got engaged. Now, since I was little, I was fascinated with jewelry. When I was older and married and had my own income, I started to collect rings. I would design them myself. Used to ask friends and family to give me cash I could put towards them and save up my disposable income towards whatever ring I wanted. Edit 2. Okay, apparently this above paragraph is controversial. It is the custom of my family since always to give cash in celebrations. It's also very normal in my community to ask your friends to give cash. I've done this myself for my friends. However, the majority of the cost of each piece of jewelry was always borne by me. Whatever I got from birthdays was a bonus top up. Not something I relied on to be able to afford it. It'd be less than 10% of each piece, definitely not the bulk. 10% of the highest, but mostly it was around the 3-4% to mark if any. Sorry, but quite a few comments are being derailed by this. I wasn't buying one every year, but over time I have a nice collection of rings. My favourite are a sapphire with a halo of diamonds, an emerald with a trilogy of one carat diamonds either side, and a ruby set in a pave band? Apologies of pronunciation there. After son got engaged and we invited him and daughter-in-law to dinner at home, daughter-in-law asked to speak to me. She said she's been seeing my emerald ring over the years and she has always wanted one. She pointed out that I wear it least often, which is true, and demanded that I gift it to her as an heirloom engagement ring. This is in addition to other wedding gifts and expenses we had discussed as a family during dinner. This includes gold to the value of approximately £6,000, which is honestly more than my entire wedding costs, and which I still think is a significant amount. This rubbed me the wrong way, and I admit I accused her of trying to pick through my estate before I'm even dead. I told her the ring is mine, and I can even sell it on my deathbed if I want to. She has no right to expect it, and she's being a rude brat by demanding it. She yelled at me that something like this can't just be sold. It should be an heirloom, and it's normal for heirlooms to be passed on while the wearer is still alive. I told her to leave if she was just in my home to demand my property, and she stormed out, taking my son with her. She's mad at me, and son says I should have just passed the ring to her since I have others, and it would be a nice gesture to welcome her into the family. He says it's no different than his sister occasionally borrowing some of my pieces. My husband and my daughter are on my side, but this is the first time my son has shut me out like this, so am I the asshole? Edit, daughter-in-law has an engagement ring already. It's beautiful and I would call it expensive. This is not a case of her being proposed to without a ring. The absolute entitlement to even ask that of someone, just to be in that room, you'd just be absolutely gobsmacked, wouldn't you? But Ducky818 says not the asshole. Your daughter-in-law is quite the entitled gold or emerald digger. If she wanted it for an engagement ring, the proper thing would have been for your son to discuss it with you. Her asking for it is shocking and rude. It's not an heirloom if you are the first owner in the family. 
Heirlooms tend to have generations behind them, and they are not necessarily given away during the owner's lifetime. Many family mementos are distributed as part of an estate after the owner is deceased. Don't loan anything to her or you will never see it again. Alternative says, edit not the asshole. Did your son tell her to ask for it? If he proposed, usually it's with a ring. If he didn't have one, he probably promised her one of yours and it blew up in his face. I'd talk to him. OP says, she has a ring. It's a one carat round cut diamond in a half parley black platinum band. Highest clarity and color. The four C's were adhered to. She was wearing it and husband and I even admired it during the dinner. For context, her ring is certainly not cheap. Son took my advice on choosing the best stone for the ring when he bought it. Told me that was the design she wanted. Helico Hippo says, not the answer. You can't ask someone to pass down an heirloom. That's not how it's done. The owner has to decide they want to give it to you, for whatever reason that the owner decides. Now Opie knows that the fiancé coveting that piece of her jewellery. Make sure it's safe and far from her. I'd go so far as to make sure now that all your jewellery currently has a designated end, will it, sell, etc. So that she never gets her greedy hands on it. The only thing I might, might, really depends on how much you actually like your son, is have a nice ring made in the same style for her. Set your wedding gift to them, or her specifically. It doesn't have to be the same quality or size, but a nice quality. And I think that's a, a, a big might there. I don't think I'd be able to do that if someone came up to me and was requesting something of mine to be passed down to them in this entitled way that I'm seeing here. I wouldn't want to be passing anything to them in the future either. But what do you guys make of this situation put yourself in op shoes and someone came up to you requesting you know some of your jewelry to be passed down onto them how would that make you feel let us know your thoughts down in the comments below now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.